Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, and welcome to Backchat our sister programme to The Backstory. I'm Claire Mutimer. And I'm Susie Coulson. This is our regular slot where we talk about the most recent episode of The Backstory. It's what we think, what you think, and quite a lot of going off topic. Okay, today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 2, which is the concluding part of a targeted assault, Sheila's story. Just a quick heads up, this is a story about rape, so if that's a trigger for you, then please use your judgment about whether or not to listen. Um, And Claire, this episode is really all about what came after the rape, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So Sheila told her friend Bridget, who found out about the Sexual Assault Referral Centre, where Sheila got such amazing support. Yeah, she did. So they took all of the evidence, um, you know, really early on. And that was absolutely crucial when the case finally came to trial. And then, of course, they had to tell Jim, Sheila's partner. Yeah. That sounded like a very difficult event because, of course, he was related to Bob. Yeah, incredibly difficult. And then, um, of course, Sheila had to tell her three daughters, which must have just been the hardest thing to do. Oh, it must have been dreadful. And I can't imagine how devastating it was for them. But to see it in a different way, she went from feeling as though she couldn't tell anyone to actually being able to tell her family, um, which meant they could give her the support there and then in the build-up to the trial and throughout the trial. Yeah. And it sounded as though they really did, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I think they did, yeah. Um, I know that her daughters and her son-in-law, Mark, were absolutely there for her and that meant the world to her. Um, but what a terrible thing for them to hear. Like, I suppose it's something we don't hear much about is the impact on family members. But it's like any of these events, there's always such a ripple yes, effect. Yes, that just spreads out, yeah. Um, do you know what sort of support the family had through all of this? Um, I know that Sheila had what's called a, an IMVA, get me with the acronyms, mm. which is an independent sexual violence advisor who I think is someone there that's basically there to kind of support you to make sure that you understand you know what's involved in reporting if you I don't think they you know push you into reporting but they just make sure that you understand the process and that you know if you do report you understand the criminal justice process and I think they also kind of help to get you access to emotional support um I don't know of any services that are specifically for family members, but victim support 
do offer support to family members um and I think that's available kind of, you know, no matter how long ago the offence happened. So, okay, yeah. yeah. So that's good to know. Yeah, definitely. Um, so another really good thing here, which we didn't have time to include in the episode, is that Sheila's evidence was taken by a newly trained detective. And this was actually her first case and she got a conviction. Yeah, that must have been brilliant for her and a real confidence boost because, you know, I guess this kind of work must take its toll. It must. Okay, Susie, in this spirit of being positive, let's move on to our regular slot where we examine the three things we've learned from this episode. And I'm going to jump right in with mine because it's something we've talked about loads. The age-old question to ask or not to ask about what has happened to Sheila. Do you bring it up as a friend? At the end of episode two, you put this question directly to Sheila, didn't you? Yeah, I did because, um, you know, Bridget had said in the interview how upsetting it was to talk about the rape and that she could see that Sheila was upset. So I suppose in a way I was asking for myself because, you know, I was felt a bit worried about that, to be honest. But also, I think sometimes when you can see that people are upset, it makes you question whether it's right to ask. Yeah, and Sheila was quite clear, wasn't she, that it's good to ask because actually you're not bringing anything up because yeah. it's always there. It doesn't go away. Mm. And by asking, you're letting that person know that it's okay to talk about it. I think people avoid doing this for really understandable reasons. Yeah, yeah. Of course, there's the awkwardness of not knowing what to say, worrying about saying or doing the right, wrong thing. But more than that, I think there's the fear that you're somehow intruding or raking stuff up like that didn't need to be said. Yeah, and I think it's important to think about how you ask. You know, what does it really mean to kind of approach someone um, I think sometimes it's good to to make the first move, you know, so maybe to do something concrete like just asking if they want to go for a walk or actually, you know, calling them rather than dropping them a text. I suppose, you know, just doing something so that they don't have to be the one to come to you. You actually take yeah. the initiative it's and, kind of and go to It's kind of about being proactive, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, okay. You have to take into account how good a friend you are, like. Yeah, you don't kind of approach some stranger and... It's and, only half known. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, 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 I really want to get involved. Um, okay, so I think what I took from this episode is how to actually respond if someone does disclose to you that they've been sexually abused. Um, and really, this came out of the interview that I did with Bridget, where, you know, Sheila was there too. I think Sheila knew that Bridget would absolutely be there, but also that she wouldn't force her to take any particular course of action you know mm. she would make sure that Sheila was the one in control of what happened next I think that's really important yeah uh, there was something on the Twitter this week about kind of looking at how you react and it advised that kind of the best way to react is almost not to react so you know you don't you're not visibly shocked you don't see say things like I'm so sorry or ask lots of questions or make suggestions or, you know, things like, I can't believe it. You basically just kind of listen and give that person as much space as they need to talk. Okay, so when I tell you something like a really big piece of news, then I'll be like, okay, she's gone completely mute. No, I'll Brilliant. be listening. I'll All be right. listening, Claire. Yeah. Bridget managed that really well, didn't she? Because she was able to find out all the options, but she didn't take over. Um, and Sheila clearly felt that she chose what happened next, which is obviously really important. That it was yeah. her choice. Yeah, definitely. 
Okay, so the final thing, number three, is living with imperfect outcomes. Um, Bob was convicted and Colin was found not guilty. And that's an imperfect result, but it's it's a result. And it's a lot more than many rape cases might get. So yeah. it's, sometimes we think it's all or nothing. And maybe we can learn from Sheila in that it wasn't the 100% outcome, but it was a good one. And we're living in the real world. And, and like Sheila took that didn't she kind of yeah sometimes things need to be good enough don't they and and getting things that are good enough is you know that's what we should be aiming for rather than perfection yeah that was really impressive Susie we've had really good feedback about Sheila's episode which have yeah in a nutshell everybody is saying how absolutely incredible she is for sharing such a difficult story um I know that Sheila's motivation was to help other people and I really hope she's done that and we're going to pass all your comments on to her we will, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I think as with all our stories, listening to someone's first-hand account is so moving. But, you know, in, in the research for this episode, I looked at the Rape Crisis website and one of the things that, that they have done and other charities have done is, you know, work with the, the writers and producers of soaps. And that's, mm. I think that's such a brilliant mechanism, isn't it? Because, you know, whereas with podcasts, we're, we're reaching some people. I think that the soaps are going into the homes of absolutely millions of people week after week. So. Yeah, exactly. That's like really making massive change, isn't it? Um, yeah, I was thinking about the last series of Broadchurch, um, which covered rape as the main storyline. Um, and it was brilliantly done in so many ways, but again, just showed rape happening to a normal woman. Um, and I think people feel something for the character and then they engage with the issue in a way that you wouldn't otherwise. That's the 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 joy of drama yeah absolutely did you watch um national treasure with robbie coltrane Mm, yeah i did see some of that yeah that was that was great and again from that what i what i really took was that he came across as this very sort of likable you know larger than life character so it was kind of breaking down that that notion that rapists and abusers are you know obvious that they're monsters that we can all see and actually showing how they very often are able to kind of commit these offenses because they are so skilled at coming across well you know that that they can come across as very charismatic and very likable and yeah that was a great that was a really brilliantly produced story actually um I know that there are some big storylines coming up that tie in with our backstories um on um, different programs and soaps and um, we're working on one which is coming out next week um, about suicide and Corrie's had the suicide of Aidan which is so important because it shows how male suicide um, is you know is rife and the highest suicide rate is among men um, aged 40 to 44. Mm. Apparently more young men die from suicide than in road traffic accidents. I find that just absolutely shocking. I didn't know that. And Mm. that's just astronomical, isn't it? Um, Yeah, I think these stories are really valuable and make a real difference. And, you know, when I think back to when I was growing up and actually had time to watch soaps, um, there were those key moments, weren't there? There was the lesbian kiss in Brookside and then in EastEnders, you know, there was Mark Fowler, which covered HIV and AIDS, so, you know, again, as you say, if you're watching them regularly, then you care about the characters and, you know, you engage with those subjects, don't yeah, you? Yeah, totally. And they, I think they also represent shifts in like the sort of mass thinking kind of thing. Yeah. So like, okay, actually, we feel like it's all right to put one out about HIV and AIDS. Yes. And, you know, people like, you know, it's, it's kind of accepted. Yeah. 
so moving on to podcasts we've been listening to, Susie, what's the recommendation this week? Okay, it is the best podcast ever, Ooh. apart from this one, um, which I've probably harped on about before. So apologies if I have, but it's The Daily uh, by The New York Times, which I just cannot praise highly enough. So um, it's nice and short. It's on every day, Monday to Friday. And recently they've covered... Uh, an interview with the investigator who finally tracked down the Golden State Killer, which was a case in the news recently. Um, right. There was one on Trump pulling out of the Iran nuclear deal, which, you know, was great because it kind of explained the whole background to it. I could honestly, I could just go on and on. I could eulogize about this podcast. Um, it was recommended to me by my lovely sister-in-law, Laura, and I listen to every single episode. So so where are you listening to these episodes? Uh, in my kitchen while I'm, you know, cooking or exercising or just generally being very rock and roll. <laughs> Living the dream. Hey. Um, so anyway, I'm sure that a lot of our listeners are already subscribed to that. But if you're not then give it a go. It's fantastic. Okay, thanks to everyone who's left us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, should we do that thing where people read out their reviews? Um, yeah, okay. It's a bit cheesy, but okay. I know. <laughs> but I think we should. Anyway, our thanks to Katie who gave us five stars and said, fascinating, insightful and compassionate stories about everyday lives and the thoroughly enjoyable debrief in chat, back chat that follows. Highly recommended. Oh, thank you very much, Katie. Um, that's rather lovely. We do, we really quite like making back chat, don't we? Because um, we just get to gabble on and on a bit like this. Um, Claire, how would you rate this episode of back chat? Five stars? Oh, um, hard to say, but yeah, probably like many of your school reports, Susie. <laughs> Showing promise, but lacks a bit of <laughs> <laughs> so while we're in shameless self-promotion mode I'd like to remind everyone that we're up for an award at the British Podcast Awards later this month in the represent category yes I have my my dress all ready to wear there's also a listener's choice um, where you can vote for us just go to britishpodcastawards.com slash vote we're up against some pretty mighty podcasts though. yeah we are I don't really rate our chances but hey ho but we still want your votes yeah. because um, you never know every vote counts okay next week we have a brand new backstory about two women who have been through the trauma of losing a loved one to suicide here's Catherine all the all the what ifs you know I would sort of replay scenarios in my mind that if Alison hadn't done this or if I had said this you know the different outcomes join us on Tuesday the 15th of May to hear more from Catherine and Joy we are The Backstory Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, at The Backstory Pod on Twitter. Please keep it up with the liking and sharing. Thank you so much for listening and see you on Tuesday. Bye. 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 Thanks again to our sponsor, Paula Comiskey, decorative artist. If you're looking to create something unique in your home, then get in touch at paulacomiskey.com. Follow the link on our website. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.